Hello everybody and welcome to the Mirror Football World Cup Daily Podcast brought to you in association with Betbright. It's the final weekend of World Cup action, the third place playoff takes place later today between England and Belgium and then the final tomorrow between France and Croatia. Um, Joining me, I'm Aaron Flanagan, Uh, today is uh, Connor Mummery first of all. Connor, how are you doing? Very well mate, how are you? I'm very good. And Alex Richards, how are you doing? I'm okay Aaron, not too bad. Good stuff, are you quite quite laid back there, aren't you? Yeah, I feel a little bit sad, you know, third place playoff. Oh, you, I, you I could, it could have been I'm more. Still very sad. Yeah, I just said very well to be. To, just, just to be polite. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were actually well. really dreary and down in the dumps. Not very well at all. Yeah, both no. of us. Okay, well, I, well, I mean, I'm glad I got two really cheerful guests on for this podcast. Anyway, yeah. um, I mean, let's be honest, Aaron. Much like the third place playoff, we're only doing this because we have to. Yeah, okay. Well, I've, I've literally dragged the only two people who were available. And much like the third place playoff, this probably isn't your first team, is it? This is absolutely not my yeah. first team. I'm just, I'm stuck with you guys. Um, but yeah, third place playoff, obviously. I'm intrigued by who's first team are now. Hmm? I'm intrigued by who's first team are now. Um, I'll, I'll tell you in the pub later. <laughs> but yes, anyway, it's a third place playoff. Um, England against Belgium. Um, we've already seen this, haven't we? England and Belgium with two t- two kind of second string teams. It's uh, I'm not I'm not sure if it'd be as as second string. Uh, I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if Harry Kane and Lukaku played just because of the golden boot. I think obviously you'll have Pochettino and Mourinho really hoping that they have a well earned rest. I mean Harry Kane looks like he desperately needs a rest, but uh, I think we'll see a few more first team stars in the first time round. Yeah, uh, Alex, do you, do you think there'll be plenty of changes? Yeah, I'm less hopeful than Connor is. I think it'll be every bit as lethargic as that that game. Um, in the middle stages, hmm? there's a medal up for grabs. Yeah, if a medal no one wants, well, I'll take yeah. a bronze medal. Yeah, still, England have have never finished third at a World no. Cup. I mean, I know we've gone further and we've we've won it, but I mean, it would be England's best finish s- on foreign soil. Yeah, exactly. The the, the um. our best finish since 1966 mm. at a World Cup. If we were to win it, I mean, is is this not stuff we should should be getting excited about? It probably it probably is. It's, it's something I think other countries take a lot more. They probably think much more highly of it yeah well Brazil but Brazil did four years ago anyway they, they, they tossed off that game against no, no, but, 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 the Netherlands but, didn't they but in that game Holland really went for it and mm. took great pride in finishing third so I, you, you can look at it whichever way you want I think just I think the way that kind of England lost the semi-final and the way the, the hopes had had risen so much and the football's coming home thing invariably it was built on you know great feeling towards this side but now after you've lost you don't really want to play a third place game it's a, it's a bit of a damn squib and I, th- I think for players it's a bit of a struggle to get up for as well yeah, I mean shouldn't we though be treating this as a celebration of kind of what England have done because let's be honest well, there's not going to be a homecoming parade or anything now because at the end of the day we lost in the semi-finals yeah it, but it was in 1990 it, 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 it would be a bit of a kind of a loser's attitude wouldn't it you know to come home and have a parade about no, losing, a, losing a semi-final um, I well, what would you do then? Would, say, would you have them in an open top? I'm not sure if I'd have a parade, but I'd, it'd be quite nice if they had quite a big welcome back at the airport, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, like Mike Bassett, England manager, right at the end when they all yeah, step up. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. There's no, no, no reason they can't because they are flying into Birmingham, so so if people do want to go and give them a big welcome, they can. Go to Birmingham. If you're in Birmingham, go and say thank you, lads. We've yeah. had a lovely summer. No, no. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, pers- personally, in favour of that, but I think that a big parade... No, and parade whatnot, possibly not, no. Know. Yeah, no, I, I, I think... Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be like a team in the championship playoffs who get to Wembley and lose having a parade. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, if England had got to the final and lost, I, I'd have said, you know what, actually, fair play. You know, getting to the final for only the second time in history, you know, parade, but 
a semi-final, yes, okay, we've exceeded what we thought England were going to get, you know, as far as distance before the tournament, but no, I don't think that we can um, we can really have a parade or anything, but they, they absolutely do deserve a, a great welcome back, just because of, I say, they, they won't have had the feeling of what has happened in this country while they've mm-hmm. been over there. They're obviously based out in this weird um, little village uh, or this hotel, yeah, where they're kind of in the middle of nowhere. Well, to be fair, that's one one of the good things about social media is they've all the players have said that they've seen videos from back home and that's that, like of all the celebrations and beer everywhere, and they've said that that's really helped them. So yeah, yeah. As you see the stats earlier today, uh, one hundred and fifty thousand pounds worth of beer has gone up in the air every time England scored. Worth every penny. Worth every penny. Absolute worth, waste. Worth it's got to be done. Worth every penny. If you're in a packed pub or like at Hyde Park and England score a goal and you're holding a full pint, it's going to either go all over your shirt, trousers and shoes, or you can throw it in the air. Yeah. I mean, I've seen videos of people literally having the pint and literally, literally launching well, it. Well, well, just, drink, just, just, way, just, drink, just drink the thing. Well, yeah, obviously. But what if you've just bought a pint? I tell you, when drink we, it. When, when well, we, it's down, it straight, down every pint yeah. straight away, I just think that's, in case. I think that's a much better way to celebrate your team scoring. Just in case you score, down every pint straight away. Yeah. I didn't say just in case, in case like anything else, just just down your pint. That's a much right. better way to celebrate. When uh, when Harry Kane got the penalty against Colombia, um, yeah. I, I just had a full pint in my hand. Yeah. I, I, I li- got down it. I literally... Oh, no, yeah, I, but when the, so that's the thing. When you get given a penalty, you've got like... You know you've got 20 seconds to down your pint, otherwise yeah. it's going everywhere. No, I, 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 didn't, I didn't down it. Thankfully, we were quite near the front. There was a table near, but I, so I had to kind of scuttle past a few people and and put, and put it down. And, and to be fair, it was kind of half full by the time I got it back. So I assumed it might have been knocked over in the mm, celebrations right. and, and gone up in the air. But um, no, I, I, I agree, though. What a waste. £150,000 worth of pints. It would have been spilled anyway. That's my point. If you're in a packed pub and people are celebrating, you're going to spill it all over yourself. Yeah, but... Uh, no, I, I, they I, had a lovely time doing it, didn't they, Aaron? Yeah, they, they, they did, That's but, the main thing. They did, but they... Yeah, so I, I, I don't think I can particularly agree with wasted pints, if I'm honest. Especially at London prices. Depen- depends what the pint is, really, if, if we're being completely honest. You, you don't want to be throwing a Peroni in the air, do you? But a Carlsberg's probably okay. Yeah. yeah, no. You can't say that. Can we say that? Yeah, yeah, we can say that. Why can't we say that? Well, Carlsberg are never going to sponsor us now, are they? <laughs> I Actually, Carlsberg, if you're listening, I don't mind a pint. And I certainly wouldn't mind a crate of 24 <laughs> under my desk. <laughs> um, I've, I've, I do actually have Carlsberg in my fridge back home at the moment. Okay. Um, but um, I bet we get told to edit this out. Yeah, we probably do. Uh, so we'll go back to the football anyway. Yeah, let's. Um, yeah. Uh, third place, five game. Then obviously, uh, Gareth Southgate's no doubt going to make um, huge squad rotations. I think we know that that's going to be expected. Is there anybody in the squad that either of you would particularly like to see um, kind of be given a run out? Of? Yeah, uh, Ruben off his cheek for me. Uh, I thought when he came on, was it the Tunisia game? He came on and looked really good. Second, second game. No, Tunis, you in the first start, game. Yeah. The first game he, start, he came yeah. on and did really well. Yeah, I, yeah I'd like to see him given a run out. I think I would have liked to see him come on the other night, actually. Um, I don't really think England are blessed with lots of uh, ball carrying midfielders. Uh, and I think he deserves another another World Cup appearance. Yeah. Uh, Alex, anyone for you you'd like to, to see? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'd like to see Loftus Cheek get another go. I think he did really well at Crystal Palace, and it's a huge season for him now because if he goes back to Chelsea and doesn't get a shot, then you know there is absolutely no point of him being there, and it's just a waste for him. He needs to, as soon as he gets back, it's either you're playing regularly week in week out at Stamford Bridge, or he has to turn around and say, "Look, I want to move because I have to be playing." Um, the other one, I'd like Trent Alexander-Arnold, obviously. Um, Kieran Trip has had an absolutely outstanding tournament. Incredible. Be good for Alexander-Arnold to get some more minutes under his belt. Looks like Trippy is injured anyway. So. 
Mm. Yeah. And, um, you know, I assume that one of the keepers, maybe Jack Butland, will get a run out. Is it a scope for giving them both a run out at different points? Or, or the fact, obviously, it's still a competitive football match in theory, so... It's not going to be. I don't think we need to be changing keepers at half-time. Yeah, well, there's a the third-place medal at the World Cup. Are they the only two players that haven't featured at all for England? Yeah, yeah. every every yeah. outfield player has played at some point. I think Danny Welbeck's had the least yeah. amount of, of playing time of any, any player. I think he only had 10 minutes, I think, possibly in one of the games. But um, I'd, I'd quite like both keepers to have a run out, but... But then, as we say, obviously you you cut you sacrificing another outfield player. Yeah, but but possibly it depends how England are approaching it. Possibly you know the squad they have been such a squad that's together, but it'd be a good sign for both keepers to get forty five minutes each. Yeah, and um, what happens in this third place playoff? Like if if, if we draw after ninety minutes, does I it straight? Believe, I believe it is extra time. That they actually would that's have exactly to. what you don't. I'm want. sure you would, wouldn't they? Would yeah, they I, I can't. I, see I, I think it's extra time. Yeah, if you if you've done extra time all through the rest of the tournament, then. Surely you have to do extra time in that game as well. Yeah, because um, you don't you don't adapt the rules specifically to one game, do you? No, no. possibly something we could have checked before recording. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think FIFA do still see the third place game as you know a proper prestigious yeah. fixture, which is well, you get you get ludicrous. you get your bronze medal, and there's a decent whack of money on the line for the winner. So, yeah. Well, Alex, funny you say that. Uh, it's actually. There's two million dollars difference. So if you win the third place playoff, you receive twenty four million. Uh, if you lose it, you receive twenty two. Yeah, two million. Is that split across the squads, or is it? Or does it go to the FA's? Or it goes or? to Southgate. Oh no, I'm joking. I, don't <laughs> know. I actually don't know. <laughs> I mean, the, the man deserves the it. The man deserves it. Yeah, the man, man deserves it. Um, there's been talk in the press, obviously. Gareth does, Southgate. Does he deserve it? Yes. Yeah. Every bit of it. I, okay. Well, okay, okay. Line his waistcoat no, he's, he's, with it. Been, he's been absolutely brilliant and the, the way the team and he have been taken in by the English public is absolutely fantastic but you know if you're looking back on the Croatia game there are mistakes that he made tactically and during that game that ultimately mean England are in a third place playoff and not a final so, 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 so you put England's loss down to Southgate is that, what, is that what you're saying? I don't put it solely down to him because obviously the players are on the pitch. But he had to be looking on from that sideline and seeing the game going away from his side in that second half. And he didn't make any changes. Um, and Croatia didn't even do anything particularly special with their own changes. They just pushed another 10, 15 yards up the field and their midfield started playing higher. And their fullbacks started getting a lot more of the ball higher up the pitch. It wasn't a, a really difficult decision for him to make a change but he continued with the same formation and eventually the goal was always going to come okay then putting your manager's hat on obviously you you won nil up Croatia starting to get back on top say we're on about the hour mark obviously they score I think was it 68 69 minutes something like that um what what changes do you make I thought I thought he needed to bring on Marcus Rashford wasn't necessarily the wrong change to make when he came on for Raheem Sterling I think it was 1-1 at that point but he needed to be playing him probably down the left side where he plays for Man United and trying to trying to work so that they couldn't keep going out to Simi Vizalco at right back who was getting so much room and was causing havoc and it was of course his cross for the goal you needed Rashford to go over there and combat it because Ashley Young was starting to struggle and he needed help um, and at the same time you would then have had Rashford being able to take Vizalco the other way and get in behind him um, but instead he just stuck him up front and it didn't work and Rashford I was really disappointed with him when he came on. You know, before the tournament, we were all saying this could be a tournament where he really stars. 
the other night he came on and he was really poor. He didn't hold the ball up. He, he made a lot of runs into blind alleys and it didn't help. But at least if he'd have been playing about left side, then maybe you wouldn't have got the same attacking thrust from him. But defensively, he'd have been a big help because Croatia had not, in that second half, as it wore on and in extra time, it just kept going left to right to left to right. And the space was there constantly for them. Yeah, I, th- I think leaving two up top was possibly uh, a mistake. I think leaving Fabian Delph on the bench as well. Uh, he, we subbed off Henderson for Eric Dyer when we were getting overrun in midfield, but I think we needed two central midfielders, not one for the other. And I also think it should have been Delph instead of Eric Dyer. Yeah, and I, I can agree with that. I think I think Fabian Delph has actually been quietly impressive when when he has been called upon. Um, he's I, a I very good player. He's just won uh, the league. Yeah, he has, and it's about Pep Guardiola kept relying on him. He's an, inter- he's an intelligent player. He he know he does a job when he's asked. He knows what he's got to do. Yeah, and and, and he always works. Like he's you can never never doubt exactly, and he brings energy. I think I think Deli Ali was really struggling the other night. I understand why you'd want to keep him on because he keep, carries that goal threat, but it just wasn't working for him the other night. And if you'd have brought Delphon, had a bit of energy working both ways, got him tighter to Henderson, you may have had more of a chance of stopping what inevitably happened. Yeah, no, possibly. Um, back to the third place playoff. I say the odds with Bet Bright. Uh, it's for ninety minutes. Belgium eleven to ten, England eleven to five, and the draw at five to two. Uh, the overall odds to finish third. Uh, Belgium are thirteen to eight odds on, and England five to four. Um, Can you just call that eight to thirteen, please? Because thirteen to eight odds on is confusing. No, thirteen to eight on is is how what it is. Yeah, but that's, just that's put eight to thirteen. Oh, okay, it's eight to thirteen. Yeah. You happy? Yeah, that's better now. Alright, good. Cheers. Good. Um both teams to score. Um one to two. See, got it in your your your, your go. odds and stuff. One to two. Um do we expect goals? we've got to expect goals. Yeah, we? I think so, with the with the pressures off. Yeah, obviously again it depends on uh, on who plays. Yeah. Um Alex, could you give us a score prediction? You'd think so. you'd think something like two one, wouldn't you? And it's gonna be hard to give a prediction until we see the teams, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well I mean we basically I, predicted we think there's gonna be I personally of I, I personally think Harry Kane will start. And I think it was cool. Okay. I think England are going to win 2 0. 2 0 England. Yes. Clean sheet. Yep. 100%. Clean sheet. Yeah. I think the extra 24 hours that Belgium have had, regardless of whether you change teams or, or whatnot, and just the dramatic wave England have gone out, I think, I think Belgium will win it. I think they've got the stronger squad, deeper pool of players. I think 2 1 Belgium, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, but we thought the rest would matter for Croatia. They'd played extra time twice and still had more legs than us yeah Luka Modric 33 years old I tell you looking like running about after playing extra time twice in a week yeah. running about like he was in extra time yeah, just incredible bizarre uh, amounts of energy well, you could you could argue they didn't run around for the first half an hour of the game but that's that's a different argument because mm. they really struggled when England went out them early doors yeah. on to the final itself then um, do I don't really I mean, only briefly. Right. Only briefly. We'll, we'll get it over and done with. Um, can anybody make a, a, a decent case for Croatia? Because I think a lot of people have very very much looked at this final now and gone. France have had the extra day's rest. Croatia played three lots of extra time. Uh, France on paper are the better team. Is there any case for Croatia now at this point? There are. I think it depends what which Croatia turns up as well. I, I think if it's, the first, if it's the one that turned up against England in that first half, I think France probably would put them to bed with the amount of chances that they let England have, which unfortunately England couldn't do. Uh, but yeah, I, I've, France have they've shone in they've had moments in this tournament, haven't they? They haven't looked like you know throughout the tournament. I think it was the Denmark game was probably the worst game in the tournament. Uh, in flashes, they've, they've looked brilliant. Um, 
but I, I think Croatia have absolutely got enough to make a make a game of it. Yeah, uh, Alex, um, Croatia. Obviously, can can you offer more of a case than can make a game of it, or or, or are you very much seeing a France victory? They can certainly win it. I think a lot will. There's so many factors involved. Though France will have to underperform, or perhaps not even underperform, but just give the general nondescript showing that is often their trademark under Didier Deschamps. The only time I've really been impressed with them all, all through the finals has been the Uruguay game. Um, because you have to take into account that Argentina are an absolute shambles. So, you know, they won 4-3. They should have won by more. Um, Croatia are a very good side. For a lot of them, it is, it's their greatest ever chance. That goes without saying now, but it's their last chance. You know, you mentioned Modric's mid-30s, Mario Mandzukic likewise. Uh, Vida, Lovren, Subasic, they're all that age now. Even Ivan Rakitic, he turns 30 next year, I believe. So for them, it's 90 minutes of they have to play above themselves, but they have the players capable. You know, they've got experience. Modric, four Champions Leagues. Ivan Rakitic, he's won a Champions League. Mandzukic has been to three Champions League finals. They have experienced players. They're going to have to perform at their maximum to have a shot because this France side, they. they I've lamented them before from a, a point of view that I find them quite dull to watch given the amount of talent that they have at their disposal. But they're such a reactive team and mainly a negative one. Um, but they have the players that can turn this game and can win this game. So they are favourites. But Croatia can surprise them if they are at their very, very best. Yeah, so um, I'm just looking at the odds for the Golden Ball winner because obviously that will be decided on and announced after the final. Um, you mentioned obviously they have individual quality that can do it. Um, is is, is, uh, is Karen Trippier odds on? Uh, yeah, he's basically won it, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, um, uh, Luka Modric. It's a two-horse race now for um, this this Golden Ball. Effectively, um, I say third favourite is Antoine Griezmann at ten to one, and then uh, Angola Kante at sixteens. They're, they're probably not going to win it. Uh, um, Killing the, it. the odds on Kante surprised me. He's been brilliant. Yeah, all, all been tournament. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And in a, t- in a team that is as, as defensively sound and defensively minded as France, that surprised me that he'd be that far. Yeah, He's not really had... I, I think when, you, when you're in a short format tournament, like obviously the World Cup, is, you know, it's just kind of seven games or whatever, you d- he doesn't really have the wow moment to make you go like... I've spotted him straight away. Whereas in the Premier League, obviously, you get to watch him over 40 yeah, games even, on. Even if he does deserve it, they're unlikely to give it to a defensive midfielder. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. The, the issue there is, that, you know, he, he's probably putting performances every game. None have been below an 8 out of 10. But then, you know, none of those are 10 out of 10, are they? Yeah. Um, I so say the, the two favourites, I mean, Kylian Mbappe is just uh, just about odds on, 10 to 11. Uh, Luka Modric, 15 to 8. Is this basically going to go, do we think, to the winner of the I mean, World Cup the voting gets done beforehand though doesn't it so oh, not no, necessarily I didn't know that I, I seem to remember the um, 2006 didn't Zidane win it and it, and it got done at half time before the headbutt ah half time but it doesn't get announced at half time but all the votes are collated and you know it kind of leaks that people f- oh, find okay. out who's won it yeah I seem to remember that I'm not sure I believe that is the case. I believe he did win it. Fabio Cannavaro won the Ballon d'Or that year. Mm. Um, but Zidane was player of the tournament despite the headbutt. Yeah. Of course, you look at the last one, Lionel Messi was player of the tournament. Was, 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 was anything Zidane allowed to come back on, onto the pitch and collect his award? Because obviously when a player is sent off, 
they're not supposed to come back out. I, 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 I don't. I, mean, I, I, I don't. I, I don't remember. I don't remember actually seeing. The I, only time I, I ever remember seeing the player of the tournament get given on the pitch was last time round when Messi got it and Manuel Neuer got yeah. the golden glove. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that was just because they were, they were, they were just there. He is right. It was it, Dan. It was it, Dan. No, very interesting. Cannavaro yeah. silver ball. Didn't know that existed. So, what, what's that for? Second, second place, Aaron. And then I'm guessing there's a bronze ball for third. So, oh, I don't know if it goes that far. So, um, so I mean, basically, Mbappe and Modric are both probably going to get a ball each. If I had to choose between the two of them, then Modric would take the golden ball yeah. because you know he's dragged a Croatia team that you know they're dark horses, but he has been their star man. He's been absolutely outstanding. Um, whereas Mbappe has he's shown glimpses of such ridiculous quality you know that little back heel against Belgium the all round performance against Argentina which as I said with Kante Kante's give you 8 out of 10 every game Mbappe produces a, a 9 or a 10 in that game and it really stands out but then you see him against the opening game against Australia probably a 5 out of 10 that game yeah. you know so nice bit of a uh, nice bit of golden ball trivia here oh, okay. just rewinding uh, do you remember who got it in 2010 Diego Forlan yes what about 2002? Oliver Kahn. How the how do you know this? Have you just looked? Have you done no, some research? I literally just remember weird things like this. Oliver Kahn. Got it. How old were you in 2002? Oliver, about 12. 14. Oliver Kahn got it in 2002, and that was another one where it had been. It's decided before the final because he's at, at fault for Ronaldo's first goal in that final, I believe. He, he is. It kind of he, he kind yeah. of goes down to get his it? it kind of bounces off his arm and, yeah. and goes in the bottom corner. I, I remember that now. Yeah, um, that's one. Hey, just a quick, quick shout out, by the way. Uh, that Germany team making the final in 2002 to uh, all the Scotsmen and Welshmen who have been saying that England have the easiest ever run to the semi finals this year. Germany, 2002, much easier. Much easier. And they played South Korea in the semi finals. Um, so, yeah. Just, yeah South just, Korea, a South Korea that had knocked out Italy and Spain, though. That's the same thing like when people say about Sweden. Who yeah, exactly. Germany it's all ridiculous. You get, as, you get as far as you deserve to get. You can only be what's put in front of you. England yeah. have done tremendous to get to semi-final. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that. Well, that's a nice note to end on. We, we, we've got positive again. England have done well. Um, yes, they have. But yeah, they're... Um, well done, boys. Yeah, we're, um, we're not going to welcome them home with uh, a parade, but we certainly want to give them a... a I, I don't know about a hero as welcome. A hug? I'd give them all a hug. I'd, I'd give them all a hug. I, I w- Especially Kieran Trippier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one thing we've established today is you're a big fan of Kieran Trippier. Mm-hmm. Um, awful tattoos, by the way, on Kieran Trippier. Many for that, Aaron. Really, really awful. They tattoos. might hold sentimental Pre- value. You don't know about. Slanderous to talk about an England player like that right now. Yeah, um, yeah. can't go back and think about what you've done, Aaron. No, no, no. But um, no, <laughs> um, I want to. It's uh, ruined our positive note. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought we were being quite positive, but no. All right, okay. Um, no, England are coming home anyway. Whether they'll be third place or fourth place, we do not know. Uh, we'll assess the third place playoff on tomorrow's uh, podcast. Um, hopefully, England will, England will have finished third. That'll be a nice positive note, and that'll be lovely. That will be lovely. And uh, yeah, I say also on tomorrow's podcast, we'll be looking a little bit more in depth um, ahead of the World Cup final itself. Um, but yeah, if you don't subscribe to us already, we're on Acast, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify. We are pretty much wherever you get your your podcasts from. Um, But yeah, uh, until tomorrow, we are the Mirror Football Podcast in association with Bet Bright, and we'll see you then.